Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Kashada Farrell, Toby McGuire, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, Gal Gadot, Cardi B, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. Two and a Half Men, you know that 
The star, Conchata Farrell, has died. Uh, she was only 77 years old. Uh, she passed away on Monday at uh, Sherman Oaks Hospital in California. You know her as the housekeeper on the show as Berta for 12 years. She had earned two nominations. I'm sorry, two Emmy nominations. Um, she also appeared on shows like L.A. Law, Good Times, E.R., Grace and Frankie, Buffy the Vampire. Uh, she also had film credits like Mr. Mix, Mystic Pizza, True Romance, Aaron Brockovich, and Edward Scissorhand. So she passed away this week. Also, this week we're going to be talking about the return of the first Spider-Man. We're talking about Tobey Maguire. There's been talks that he might return to the Spider-Man film series. We're going to be talking about that today. Also, Christian Bell and her husband, Dak Shepard. Uh, Christian Bell, uh, she's continuing to stand by her husband, Dak Shepard, who's also an actor uh, after he had suffered a relapse. We're going to be talking about that today. And Wonder Woman Gal Gadot is defending a image that she put out, a video that she put out, uh, where she uh, she was trying to send light and love during the early days of the coronavirus pandemic, and she got slammed for it, and I'll tell you the reason. And Cardi B is sparking rumors of a romantic reunion with her estranged husband, Offset. Uh, she just celebrated her uh, birthday this week, and uh, there was a get-together. There was a birthday party. She turned 28 on Sunday, and it got a little... Uh, how should I say a little raunchy for the uh, ex-couple, and I'll tell you more about it. And um, I got the list of the 2020 top 100 most successful women in the country. I'll tell you who made the list. And also uh, we also got uh, – a lot of people, uh, like Mike Tyson, he's addressing a, a bizarre TV interview that he did where it looked like people might, might have been concerned about his health. And Stevie Wonder is back. He's getting ready to uh, unleash some new music after he uh, left Motown after six decades. We'll talk about that. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. Uh, Miss Two-and-a-half-men star Kachata Farrell, she has died uh, after suffering a cardiac arrest, the 77-year-old actress passed away on Monday, October 12th, at the Sherman Oaks Hospital in California. She portrayed the housekeeper, Berta, on the TV for 12 years, earning two Emmy nominations. She also appeared on L.A. Law, Good Times, E.R., Grace and Frankie, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was an original member of the Circle Repertory Theater, she enjoyed huge success on stage two, appearing in The Seahorse in 1974, for which she earned a Drama Death, Theater World, and Obie Award for Best Actress, Hot in Baltimore, Battle of Angels, and Picnic. Meanwhile, she also has known for her other film shows, or her credit for her films included Network, Mystic Pizza, True Romance, Aaron Brockovich, and Edward Scissorhands. So she's going to be greatly missed. Miss Kachata Farrell passed away at the age of 77 this past Monday on October 12th. Also, speaking of two and a half men, uh, the uh, star John Cryer, uh, he has thanked a stranger for helping him find his lost wedding ring. The actor was walking in the rain in Vancouver, Canada, when he suddenly realized his wedding ring was gone, and he shared his panic in a lengthy Twitter thread on Monday, October 12th. He searched the wet pavement and grass until he had to leave the area and meet up with friends, and after an unsuccessful search the next day, Cryer put the ring in the lost and found section on Craigslist and discovered an organization called the Ring Finders. Yet, in a miraculous turn of events, Chris bent down over a patch of grass and located the item. The jaw-dropping experience led his pal Ben Stiller and Nick Kroll to joke that they are working on a TV adaptation of the story. Cryer has been married to TV host Lisa Joyner since 2007. 
And ever since Jamie Foxx was reported to reprise his role as Electro in Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3, there has been speculation about a multiverse storyline that may allow the return of characters from previous Spider-Man film series. Now Tobey Maguire has been added to the rambling talks about this multiverse theory. We uh, there's uh, this reliable source. Uh, it's called We Got This Cover, and they claim to have heard from a reliable source that the Great Gatsby actor has been in talks with Marvel Studios to appear not only in the follow-up to Spider-Man: Far From Home, but also in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But the site, however, does not mention if McGuire will reprise his role as Peter Parker from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy or if he will portray a new character. The news, meanwhile, support previous reports by Fandom Wire, which claim that both McGuire and Andrew Garfield are expected to return in the upcoming Spider-Man movie. Now, according to the site, Sony and Marvel are still finalizing a version of the script that feature all three Spider-Man tactics many of their villains from the past as well as new ones. It was additionally noted that McGuire and Garfield has not signed just yet for the Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. Christian Bell will continue to stand by her husband, Dax Shepard, following his recent relapse, insisting that her spouse is very, very worth it. Dax underwent a surgery in August after breaking multiple bones during a collision with a car on California's Sonoma Raceway, and in a special episode of his Armchair Expert podcast, he confessed to suffering a sobriety slip after becoming hooked on painkillers following the uh, motorcycle accident. Appearing on the Ellen DeGeneres show on uh, today, this uh, afternoon, actually, or whatever she comes on in your area, uh, Christian reflected on her husband's admission and told host Ellen DeGeneres that he comes up with a new plan going forward. Now Dax and Christian are following a new plan that involves him going back to therapy while she continues to support him. And Gal Gadot is defending her uh, wacky image video, insisting that she was trying to send light and love during the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. The actress was slammed for putting together the cringeworthy viral video, which featured herself and some famous friends sing along to John uh, Lennon's Peace Anthem. Now, many critics felt the footage was out of touch as it featured celebrities performing from their beach houses and mega-million retreats, while real people were coping with anxiety and fears in apartments, flats, and trailers. Now the Wonder Woman star is reflecting on the song, insisting she had nothing but good intentions when she was putting the video together. The Israeli actress also detailed how the video came together with the help of pal Christian Wig, who helped her come up with the concept. And despite the mixed reaction, Godot has learned to cope with public approval, revealing her outspoken nature sometimes get her into hot water. And Cardi B has sparked rumors of a romantic reunion with her estranged husband, Offset, after giving him a raunchy lap dance during her birthday celebration in Las Vegas. The Bodak Yellow hitmaker turned 28 on Sunday, October 11, and celebrated on Saturday by partying at a club in Sin City with a host of friends, including her WAP collaborator, Megan Thee Stallion, and singer Tiana Taylor, who was enjoying her first night out since welcoming her second baby a month ago. However, there was one particular guest who caught fans' attention, and that was the Mego star Offset, who presented Cardi with a luxury Rolls Royce featuring their daughter named Culture embroidered on the seats. In the video footage posted online, the birthday girl appeared overjoyed by the generous gifts and climbed up onto the doorframe to show off her dance moves, shaking her booty as Offset stands directly behind her before the stars share a kiss. Other social media clips show the group continuing the party at a private rooftop pad where Cardi was caught on camera uh, straddling Offset as he lay flat on the ground, treating him to a sexy dance and accidentally flashing one of her breasts at the top of her body soup as it slipped down. Their antics took place a day after Offset admitted he was stressed out as he confessed that he missed Cardi after responding to a fan's comment about his appearance in a post asking devotees to weigh in on what color he should dye his hair. 
Meanwhile, the new car wasn't the only gift Cardi received from her ex. On Friday, she posted a video clip of a massive billboard featuring her and her two-year-old daughter, Culture, in matching pink outfits, sunglasses, and designer Birkin bags with a message reading, Happy Birthday, Mommy, Love Culture. Now, Cardi stunned fans last month by filing for a divorce to end their three-year marriage and rumors of infidelity. In the Atlanta, Georgia court paper, she declared the union was irretrievable, broken, and insisted that there was no prospect for a reconciliation. Reconciliation. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like your, I like the show and you are a registered listener here on BTR, make sure you like the uh, the click on button on the top of the show page and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you don't have time to listen to the show in this entirely, you can always come back and listen to the archives later on because usually we post the archives either on our Twitter page, our Facebook page, and also on uh, my Twitter and Facebook page as well. So um, make sure you are a registered listener here on Block Talk Radio. And also you get to listen to other shows here on the network as well. Uh, You get to listen to uh, not only to entertainment, but the sports, the self-help, this comedy, this music. So register as a listener, and it's free. Uh, Kylie Jenner, uh, she's continuing to leave her mark as an entrepreneur two years after making it onto Forbes' annual list of America's richest self-made women. The Keeping Up With the Kardashian star found herself among the 100 most successful women in the country, joining Oprah Winfrey and Taylor Swift in the 2020 list. With a $700 million network, the 23-year-old slipped down two spots from her 2018 position to number 29 in the yearly rich list. Nevertheless, she maintained her status as the youngest of all. Thanks to her beauty line, Kylie Cosmetics, she pocketed $540 million pre-tax after selling it to Cody Inc. in January of 2019 for $600 million. And while Kylie... Kylie managed to stay in the uh, top 30. Oprah secured a spot in the top 10. The media mogul sat on number 9 with $2.6 billion net worth, making her name from being a daytime talk host for 25 years. She created own network in 2011 and had a 10% stake at Weight Watchers in addition to being the company's brand ambassador. And pop superstar Taylor, in the meantime, came in at number 62. The cardigan singer secured her $365 million fortune from her chart-topping music and a new deal with Universal Republic Records, among others. With the addition of Lover, she sold more than 4 million units between June of 2019 and June of 2020. And joining the trio in the list was Kylie mother Kris Jenner, the 64-year-old momager a $190 million net worth led her to the 92nd position, and in addition to a 10% cut from her children's earnings, she collected $100,000 per episode for being the mastermind behind her family's long-running reality show, which will come to an end in 2021. And Kylie's sister, Kim Kardashian, also made it onto the list. She had built her own beauty empire with KKW Beauty and Skims Collection. The wife of Kylie U.S. has a $780 network that placed her at number 24. And in June of 2020, she sold 20% of her cosmetics and fragrance company to Cody for $200 million. Other stars featured in the 2020 list included comedian Ellen DeGeneres, tennis ace Serena Williams, Oscar winner Reese Witherspoon, and a host of singers, namely Rihanna, Beyonce Knowles, Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, and Celine Dion. Caitlyn Jenner and JoJo Siwa are among the stars who will allow cameras into their homes as part of a rebooted version of MTV Cribs. The original show debuted in 2000 with the likes of Destiny Child, Snoop Dogg, Gene Simmons, and Mariah Carey all showing off their pads over the years. Now the show is getting ready to set it to return later this month. 
with Caitlin Jojo, ex-Glee star Kevin Mahale, British singer Stefan Don, Selling Sunset, Christian Quinn, the vamp rocker Bradley Simpson, RuPaul drag race star Alyssa Edwards, and British reality star Gemma Collins among the famous names taking part. And announcing the new series in a statement to Variety, Viacom CBS executive Craig Orr said, quote, as we spend more time at home this year, our fascination with where and how others live is growing. Caitlin's episode will include a close-up look at her Malibu mansion as well as some of her favorite wardrobe pieces. MTV Cribs will debut on the Music Network International Channel on October 26. And The Crown has released a new trailer for upcoming Season 4 for viewing pleasure. The new footage, which arrived on Tuesday, uh, October the 13th, which was yesterday, put Prince Charles, played by Josh O'Connor, and Princess Diana played by Emma Corrin, tragic love story in the spotlight as, as as it also offered like a glimpse of their royal wedding. The trailer also offered the first footage of Gillian Anderson's Margaret Thatcher, Britain's uh, first female prime minister. Tensions can be seen between Thatcher and Queen Elizabeth, played by Olivia, Olivia Coleman, as there uh, is as there there is some kind of power division in the royal family. Concluding the trailer, Princess Diana is featuring wearing her wedding dress. Netflix revealed that costume designer Amy Roberts modeled Diane's wedding dress after the original, but wanted to create something that wasn't an exact replica. Season 4 of The Crown will follow on the heels of Season 3 plot, which ended around the late 70s on Queen Elizabeth's 25th year as the United Kingdom sovereign's leader. A primary focus will be how the Queen and her family are preoccupied with the line of secession and therefore securing an appropriate bride for Prince Charles. Thus, the season will chronicle uh, Charles' romance with a young lady, Diana Spencer, but while it is depicted as a fairy tale to unite the British people, it is anything but a fairy tale for the young woman herself. The Crown Season 4 will premiere on November 15th on Netflix. And R&B star John Legend will return to the spotlight at the 2020 Billboard Music Awards tonight for his first public appearance since losing his unborn son. The singer and his wife, model, and TV personality Chrissy Teigen went public with their heartbreak on September 30th, revealing their child third child, a boy they had named Jack, had not survived after Chrissy was hospitalized for heavy bleeding. They had been laying low ever since, but on Wednesday night, John will take center stage to deliver a poignant performance on his song, Never Break. The track, which will feature on his latest album, Bigger Love, details the strength of the couple's love and includes lyrics like, We will never break, built on a foundation, stronger than the pain, and the world is dangerous. Throw it all up, throw it all at us. Uh, there's nothing we cannot take. And John, who's the voice co-star, uh, Kelly Clarkson, she will host the ceremony for the third time and open the show with a cover of Whitney Houston, Higher Love, alongside a cappella group, Pentatonics, and percussionist Sheila E., Prince, former lover, and sidekick. Also performing at Los Angeles Dolby Theater on the night are Debbie Lovato, Sia, Christ- uh, Christina Aguilera, Alicia Keys, BTS, Garth Brooks, uh, Khalid, Luke Combs, and Post Malone, who leads all nominees with 16 nods. Meanwhile, the presenters at the upcoming ceremony include Addison Ray, Garcelle Bouvet, Jane Lynch, Jay Ellis, Gerald Jerome, Julia Michaels, Keisha Bottoms, Lily Singh, Nicole Richie, Spencer X, Taraji P. Henson, and Twitch. And uh, speaking, uh, Debbie Lovato, is she's going to be presenting her fans with something special when she takes to the stage tonight at the 2020 Billboard Music Awards. It's been reported that the singer is going to premiere a new song called Commander-in-Chief at the annual music event. And just a day ahead of the ceremony, Debbie took to her Instagram account to share a couple of snippets from her new song. Now, Debbie followed up with another video that shared a uh, showed a middle-aged man wearing a red hat with the words, Make America United Again. And it, she also says, having, she belts out part of the lyrics, 
saying, haven't they suffered enough? And beside them, the other musicians that are going to hit the stage at the 2020 Billboard Music Awards include, as I mentioned before, John Legend, Taylor Swift, and Travis Scott. Meanwhile, Kelly Clarkson, again, is going to return to her hosting duties. And Demi has been treating her fans with a lot of songs this year. Prior to this, she teamed up with Marshmallow for Okay Not to Be Okay, in addition to releasing a single called Still Have Me. And in an interview with Zane Lowe, the former Disney darling opened up about the music she had been working on after everything had happened in 2020. She also dished saying, quote, I need to share music that speaks for more people than myself because I've been sharing my story for a long time, but it's time to switch gears and tell other stories that need to be heard, unquote. Right now we uh, have uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the winners of the Glamour Magazine Women of the Year Award and uh, it's Oscar and Emmy winner Regina King. Uh, the Watchmen star will be among those celebrated during a virtual event on October 19. I'll tell you who will be at that event. And uh, Mike Tyson had to address a, uh, a bizarre TV interview after he sparked concerns about his health. I'll tell you more about that. And he's back. Stevie Wonder is back after four years of not releasing any new music. He's back with some new music after he left Motown Records after almost six decades under the legendary imprint. And Dr. Dre and his estranged wife is facing a police investigation over allegations of embezzlement. And Kanye West is casting in, uh, cashing in rather, on his final stretch of his presidential campaign with a new line of merchandise. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Big Fender, yeah. 
Now, attorney Ed McPherson, he provided a copy of the check. Young is said to have written to herself to transfer the funds from the business account to her own and demanded the return of the money by September 29th or face a lawsuit. At the time, young lawyer Brian Friedman dismissed the allegation, insisting that she had every right to take the cash, adding any suggestion she did something up up towards is preposterous and pathetic. That was his quote. However, she will now have to explain her argument to police detectives who have launched a probe into the complaint, and this is all by TMZ. It's the latest development in Dre and Young's increasingly nasty divorce battle, which erupted after she filed to end their 24-year marriage in June and then challenged their prenuptial agreement, insisting she was forced to sign the paperwork under duress. She went on to accuse the rap legend of being an abusive husband as she demanded $2 million a month in temporary spousal support as the pair fights it out in court. Now, you know, I'm not surprised that she accused him of being an abusive husband because we know Dr. Dre's past when it comes to women. He uh, was a woman beater. He was very abusive to his other past relationships, so I'm not surprised by that. But we'll keep on top of this story as it progresses. Uh, Kanye West is cashing in on the final stretch of his presidential campaign with a new line of merchandise. On Monday, October 12th, the Jesus King star dropped his official campaign video featuring the rapper standing at a podium with a large black and white version of the U.S. flag behind him as he delivered a speech calling on his fellow Americans to act on faith. Along with the visual, he also unveiled a line of merchandise including Vote Kanye caps, T-shirts and sweaters, plus a black T-shirt with the slogan, God Save America, a line he filed to trademark. And according to TMZ, the hitmaker plans to use the phrase on shirts, sweaters, and hoodies, although it remains unclear whether he plans to use it as his campaign slogan. Kanye filed for the trademark last week, less than a month before Kanye, whose name um, he named um, Michelle Tidball, a Christian preacher from Wyoming, as his running mate. They will face off against Democratic nominees Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and incumbent leader Donald Trump and Mike Pence at the polls on November 3rd. The controversial rapper reported spent almost $6 million on his presidential campaign as he's gunning for the Oval Office in the upcoming election. And before announcing his presidential bid, the billionaire who ranked second in Forbes' list of the year's highest-earning celebrity business moguls sparked backlash for applying for COVID-19 financial support from the government. His clothing company, Yeezy, was granted an aid of, get this, between $2 million and five million dollars. Mariah Carey looks set to return to the big screen after teasing a very exciting talks with film industry pals. The Lover Boy singer attempted to crack Hollywood back in 2001 with her semi-autobiographical flick Glitter, but follow a poor critical response and a release around the time of September 11 attacks on the World Trade Center, it was labeled a flop. However, that doesn't seem to have deterred the star who, in a chat with BBC Radio to Trevor Nelson, teased a potential return to the silver screen. While Mariah didn't elaborate on the discussion, she no doubt has compelled to revisit a potential movie career following a revived entrance in Glitter in recent years. Most notably, a hashtag Justice for Glitter social media campaign saw the record top the U.S. iTunes album chart in 2018. The Shake It Off star didn't reveal whether she would be in the movie or whether her involvement would be primary, be base primary behind the camera. Mariah Carey was last seen on the big screen in 2017 when she made a cameo appearance as herself in a comedy movie called Girl Trip starring Queen Latifah, Tiffany Haddish, Jada Pickett-Smith, and Regina Hall. In the same year, she provided voice to the animated movie The Lego Batman Movie and The Star. She additionally narrated a direct-to-video Christmas cartoon movie based on her festive classic, All I Want for Christmas is You. 
The family of late rap icon Tupac Shakur has slammed incumbent Donald Trump re-election campaign after using his name in a jibe at Vice Presidential hopeful Kamala Harris. Ahead of last week's heated debate between Harris and Vice President Mike Pence, a ticket to the event with Tupac's name on it was made available after Harris mistakenly claimed that Tupac was the best rapper alive. And speaking to TMZ, Tupac's stepbrother, Mopreem Shakur, slammed the Republicans' unauthorized use of the rapper name to mock Harris as being clearly disrespectful. Donald Trump is back on his campaign trail following his release from hospital after he tested positive for COVID-19. And before boarding Air Force One to head to a rally in Sanford, Florida, he announced he tested negative for the deadly virus. Trump will next hit Pennsylvania, Iowa, and North Carolina. And Trouble Hip Hop star Tory Lanez has been slapped with a restraining order to keep his distance from Megan Thee Stallion. The Say It rapper, whose real name is Daystar Peterson, appeared via phone for a Los Angeles court hearing on Tuesday when he was set to be arraigned on assault and firearm charges linked to a summer shooting incident which left Megan injured. Tory did not enter a plea as originally planned as his attorney, Sean Holly, was granted her request for a continuance. However, the judge oversee the case did issue a protective order against the Canadian artist, demanding he refrain from any contact with Megan and stay at least 100 yards away. And this is according to TMZ. Tory was also ordered to surrender his guns he owns as his bail was set at 190000 He faced just over 22 years behind bars if convicted of counts of assault with a semi-automatic firearm and carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle. And uh, Shannon Tatum is set to produce a limited series on tech boffin Elon Musk's private rocket company, SpaceX. The actor has teamed up with bosses at HBO for the six-episode project, which focuses on Musk ahead of his rocket launch in May, as he has selected his team of engineers to work on a remote Pacific island to build his first manned SpaceX rocket, the Falcon 9. The show, written by Star Trek Beyond Doug Jung, is inspired by Ashley Vance's book, Elon Musk, Tesla, SpaceX, and the Quest for a Fantastic Future. Tatum will executive produce the Who's alongside Len Amato, who is the former president of the HBO Films, Miniseries, and Cinemax, and Reed Caroline and Peter Kernan from Tatum's production company, Free Association. Uh, Right now we have uh, 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and we'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. You know you're kind of cute with the bald head. Got a little booty in the ball man. You know how to move with them long legs. Bring a little crew, we can all rage on. That's the rap smooth than the PTA. I think that I like it with the makeup on. I know that she used to all the cheesecake, but I just want the ball show up, show up. I ain't never put my shoes on. You know you kind of cute with the long braids. Got a little cool with your tennis shades on. I know that you're ready if you don't go. You know I'm awake if you don't take long. This is the ride to cool down the center. Wait, I don't want to say it, but I have to say it. Ain't nothing to but I just want to prove a point. Hold up, I ain't never put my jewels on.
That was new music from Anderson Pack and Jules. Right now we got 14 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining story of the day, um, the Jonas Brothers, they are regrouping to perform a special live stream concert in the run-up to Christmas, and they're giving fans creative control over their viewing experience. The Sucker Star spent much of the summer laying low with Joe Jonas becoming a first-time father to daughter Willa in July, but now the siblings are planning to reunite on stage on December 3rd for a show promoting the uh, Lenovo yoga brand of laptops, and Intel Evo's new interactive program for all creators. Now, in addition to receiving front row seats for the gig, viewers will get to vote on the band's set list by leaving song suggestions in the comment section in real time, while custom hashtags will trigger visual effects on user screens. Now, fans will also have the opportunity to switch camera angles as Joe, Kevin Jonas, and Nick Jonas perform. And ahead of the virtual get-together, Lenovo Lenovo and uh, Intel Evo officials are giving devotees the chance to get creative and have their original design feature on promotional posters, concert visuals, and even merchandise via the Lenovo Yoga uh, Creators Contest. So... Get ready, guys. And this is supposed to be happening on stage. It's supposed to be reunite on stage on December 3rd. And, oh, yeah, congratulations to Joe Jones being a dad. That's right. Uh, Kelly Clarkson and her estranged husband, Brandon Blackstock, they are making sure that their divorce go as smoothly as possible by enlisting the help of therapists to talk to their four kids. The Because of You hitmaker is mother of River 6 and Remington 4 with Brandon, who has two children from a previous relationship. And speaking to uh, TV, the TV show Extra among her, about her marriage split, Kelly insisted her primary focus is on the well-being of her children. Now, Kelly has been very open about her divorce since announcing the split in June, and when asked why she decided to deal with her heartbreak so publicly, she replied, quote, I have a great family and friends that are there for me. It's a very hard thing to navigate, to be honest, to be able to be honest and share your stories, so maybe you can help someone else, but at the same time protecting these little kids you adore, unquote. And CBS has been sued by two actors who acted as robbers who pulled off a jewelry heist for an episode of NCIS New Orleans. In their lawsuit, which was filed in Los Angeles, they claimed that they almost got killed when real cops came in the filming set with real guns. Now, TMZ reported that the jewelry store real-life owner also sued the network. It was said that the plaintiffs accused CBS of misleading them into a guerrilla-style scene. The scene saw them robbing the store while armed in broad daylight. The problem arose that CBS allegedly didn't acquire the proper permits to film. The local police also weren't informed in advance notice about the filming. In the documents, the trio claimed that the show producers approached them in October of 2017 about the scene. The producers also allegedly told them that the whole thing was actually normal television shot, uh, shoot. Uh, they filmed the robbery scene in the middle of a busy New Orleans shopping center. The actors came in after getting off from an unmarked van while donning, you know, ski masks and carrying realistic assault rifles. They shouted, this is a robbery, unaware that it was for filming. The owner of the store next to the jewelry retailer called 911. Cops arrived at the store in no time, and they allegedly pointed their actual weapons at, at the actors. The performers claimed that they they were traumatized by the event and they, that it, it resulted in emotional stress. The three are seeking damages. CBS, meanwhile, is said to be trying to get the case dismissed in California court. Its legal team argued that the plaintiff should file the case in Louisiana because the event occurred there. 
However, the trio lawyer claimed that California is the appropriate venue for the case because CBS, which produces the show, is located in Los Angeles. And more than a decade after showing their chemistry in the proposal, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds may re-team for another romantic comedy, uh, romantic comedy film. The duo are reportedly eyed to star in Paramount Pictures' upcoming film, The Lost City of D. The Lost City of D is a romantic action film that is described as in Romancing the Stone style, and this is according to Deadline. It centers on a romance author who discovered that a fictional city she had written about is real, prompting her to embark on a risky journey to find the city. As noted by various sites, however, neither Bullock nor Reynolds have signed on to star in the film, and the scheduling conflict may be an issue for the Deadpool star actor because Paramount wants to get the ball rolling sooner than later. Bullock and Reynolds previously starred in the 2009 The Proposal, which became a box office success, grossing over $317 million worldwide. It was the 20th highest-grossing film of 2009. The movie also earned the actress the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress, Motion Picture Comedy, or Musical. Bullock went on to star in the critical acclaimed sci-fi film Gravity, Ocean 8, and Netflix original movie Bird Box. She's currently filming an untitled drama film directed by Nora Finchett, which is written by Christopher McQuarrie, based on the 2009 British miniseries Unforgiven, written by Sally Wainwright. She stars as Ruth Slater, a woman who attempted to rebuild her life after serving time in prison for committing a violent crime. And as for Reynolds, he's been riding high on Deadpool's success, leading some big-budget action films such as Pokemon, Detective, Pikachu, Six Underground, and Free Guy, which is scheduled for a December 11 release. He is now filming a Netflix thriller called Red Notice, which also starred Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot. And Joni Mitchell has shared her firstborn original song, Day After Day, as the latest single from her upcoming collection, Joni Mitchell Archive Volume 1, The Early Years, 1963-1967. The folk singer has announced the release of her new collection on October 30th, with subsequent albums of rarity planned to be unveiled over the next few years. The early years will feature nearly six hours of previous unreleased material, including the Both Sides Now, Hitmaker's earliest performance at the age of 19. Day After Day was recorded on August 24, 1965, for Jack Holzman, co-founder of Elektra Records. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Giz. And remember, don't forget to vote. I'm quoting the former First Lady, Michelle Obama. Vote vote like your life depends on it. No excuses. And and for all the people, i got to give a shout-out to all those people in, in Georgia and uh, I think Ohio that have been standing on the lines for six or seven hours. Please. To vote like your life depending on it And also too Make sure that uh, You wear your mask Because uh, you know we still are in the middle of a pandemic So if you're voting in person Make sure you have that mask And make sure you stay six feet or more From the next person And uh, also don't forget To watch the 2020 Billboard Music Awards That is tonight at 8pm Eastern Standard Time On NBC Have a great week, stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.